Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Galaxy Goers, my name is Doom Rules, and welcome to the Alien vs. Predator podcast. I am here with the famous Corporal Hicks and Ridgetop, and today we are discussing Predators, and, and what was the other one we were going we to talk about today? Just, I think there was two of them. No, I think it's just... All right, just, just Predators, guys. Well, uh, this, this is Corporal Hicks here. Um, you know... It is an Alien vs Predator website, but we were just noting all we all we seem to really talk about is is aliens and um, you know a little bit of versus Predator in there. I thought it was about time maybe uh, maybe we give Predators a bit of showtime. We decided to talk about the the latest film, um, you know, with it with it being the most recent and uh, being a bit of a bit of a Marmite type thing. Um, I thought this would uh, this would be a good place to start, so I figured, uh, why didn't we lead with Doom Rules' um, impressions of the film? Well, coming uh, just let me preface this by saying Predator is my favorite film of the Alien Predator lineup, as well as it being in my top five uh, favorite films of all time. So I went into Predators with somewhat high expectations because you know I, I wanted to see, to see something good. I'm sure all of us did. And I was a little let down, ultimately, because, well, for one thing, the script was very weak. I mean, the characters were very, you know, eh. I didn't, I didn't care for a single one of them. Even Lawrence Fishburne, I mean, a man who, by any standard, is a, is a terrific actor, and I felt he was, his talent was completely wasted. Um, I'd say the same thing about Adrian Brody. I mean, I'm sure some people would be willing to debate the question of how good an actor he is, but personally, I enjoy watching him. And even in this film, I was disappointed with what he brought to the table. Um, as well, as far as the Predators themselves go, if memory serves correctly, I seem to recall them being pretty pretty small in comparison to the Predators of the past. Like, they looked short, and um, the Black Super Predator, or Berserker, or Mr. Blacker, or whatever the hell else people are calling him, was just awful. I mean, I know... The bad bloods are supposed to look different, look a bit more um, aggressive or whatever. But I mean, for crying out loud, put a picture of Mr. Black next to the um, bad blood predator from, well, the bad blood comic book. And I'm thinking to myself, how did you bastardize something that looked so good on paper and turn it into a movie? So that's where I'm coming from. So not a terribly big fan of the uh, ladies. Not, no. I should I should mention I actually saw it with Flux Cap. It went uh, opening weekend together, and we both left with pretty much the uh, same uh, impression. <laughs> oh, what about you, Ridgetop? Well, I actually really enjoyed the film. I kind of went into it the other way around. I went into it with lower expectations because I had seen some of the initial reports of what the story was going to be about with the early script, like they were going to have black blood, and there were a lot of other earlier things that just had me worried like oh Rodriguez is just going to turn this into some wacky action movie that's going to disregard everything um, but I ended up being pleasantly surprised with it I thought the characters were a little shallow for sure but I thought their their personalities were, were interesting and they really went well together um, the look of the Predators I didn't have so much of a problem with I thought they did that pretty well I think um the whole bad blood concept was was something they integrated nicely with with leaving a bit of mystery. But I, I mean, I think the movie where it failed was it was a little too 
limited in what it did and what it showed. I think its budget kind of squandered it a bit because, I mean, you only really got the sense that it was an alien planet once when they looked in the sky and they saw the uh, the orbiting planets. But other than that, I mean, they didn't really do much with with the, the fact that they were on an alien planet. Yeah. So I thought they could have done more with that and with um, the Predators themselves. But overall, I thought it was a really good ride. Um, I think Predator 2 I always really liked, but it, it obviously wasn't nearly as well-received as the first one. But I thought Predators kind of, especially after the two AVP films that, that just left such a bad taste in people's mouths, not mine, but most people, I think that it, it was something the franchise really needed. And sure, it could have could have been better, but for what it was, I think it was... It was really well done, in my opinion. I share your sentiment. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't think it was a masterpiece by any any stretch. But I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was far better than Predator 2. Um, leaps and bounds above the AVPs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was... Um, you know, it had quite a few flaws. My main one actually being um, the new Predators. Uh, but I got, I'll get on to that in a bit. Um, but I, I went to see it, I think I saw it three times in the cinema um, you know, I've watched it several times on, on uh, Blu-ray since it, it, doesn't, it doesn't disappoint me at all um, one of the well, I'll, I'll crack on with, with, with that bit um, the, the Predators were my biggest disappointment in the, um, you see, the problem with this is, is we had the old script, we had the original script first um, which, you know, had all these black super predators in. They were supposedly beasts and somehow better genetically as in, in every way than, than the original ones we knew. But that that wasn't in, in the released film at all, really. Which I'm very thankful for, but it, it gives you the... It, you know, a lot of fans went in with, with these uh, preconceived notions of that's what they were supposed to be like. Um which gives you it feels a bit underwhelming when you actually see the see the film because you've got these three predators that everybody thought were going to be beastly all getting pretty much taken down after after an engagement with um with the main characters and I know it didn't really spe- say it in the film I mean Nolan did say there was a difference between wolves and dogs I suppose if if these were supposed to be the wolves they should have been a bit beastlier so what I would have liked would have it just to have been one one new predator who survived the explosion, um, you know, in the mining ship, survived the fight with with uh, Hanzo, Hanzo, Hanzo. I think it's Hanzo. Is that it? Uh, tomato, tomato. With the Yukai <laughs> guy, and you know, got to the the climax, and you know that would have that would have given the impression of these being better somehow um, stronger um, so that, that was pretty much my my biggest issue with the film in the end and that was just from a preconceived notion and I think a lot of people have this idea that they are in fact all supposed to be these amazing super predators just because of that leaked script did, did, did you think they were supposed to be amazing or beastlier 
it seemed like it initially. I was kind of glad that they toned it down a bit, actually, though, because for me, it seemed like they were going to just make the original Predators kind of pathetic in in light of these new ones. And so it was it was kind of better in my eyes that they made these Super Predators kind of like, uh, I don't know, maybe like the Neanderthals of the Predator race or something like that. But um, I, I kind of liked it better as them being a subspecies rather than this genetically superior uh, group of Predators that had uh, messed with their own genetics and and that kind of thing, because that, that sounded a little bit more outlandish to me. But, I mean, yeah, there, there were expectations from the original script, but I, I just didn't like, personally, what I had seen from those initial story leaks. So I'm, I'm kind of glad it turned out the way it did. My main issue was just that it didn't go... It didn't explore its interesting concept as much as it nearly could have. One thing that really drove me nuts, just as quickly I want to mention this, over the Predator Hounds. I thought, okay, wait a minute, Predators are national hunters. What in the living hell do they have hunting dogs for? That just, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't know what to make of that. They look like oversized porcupines. I, I have to agree with you there. I mean, it's it's nice enough in, in theory, you know, human hunters use dogs to flush them out, but when you're supposed to go these extraterrestrial, badass um, hunters themselves don't. They don't really need them. I, I think that was that was a pretty terrible concept. Um, so I'm I'm completely with you there, 100. percent Yeah, I mean it was an entertaining scene, but I think they did push the whole hunting dynamic a bit far with that. I thought the dogs looked really cool, but but like you said, it just felt like oh, why are the predators using human hunting techniques? One thing I was thought. One thing I did actually quite like. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, um, one thing that I did think hurt the movie a little bit in terms of characters was you didn't really know who anybody was. Um, kind of like Alien Three. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't. Royce's name's never mentioned once in the film. Um, oh, it is at the end. <laughs> is it right at the end? Yep. Well, he he, he introduces himself to Isabel at the end. All the way through the film and learn it at the end. Um, I don't think Stan's name's ever mentioned. Um, the, uh, Did the Russian guy even have a name? Uh, Nikolai, yeah, he 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 was uh, he was introduced. Um, I can't think of anybody else being introduced in the film other than Nikolai and um, Isabel, and obviously Royce at the very end. Oh, and Edwin, Edwin, I suppose. Did we learn Edwin's name? I don't think so. He just says he's a doctor. So, you know, and um, Stan's introduced himself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, well, I mean, I was about to say he introduced himself in, in one of the deleted scenes. Um, and I thought the deleted scenes were quite good. Kind of like with Prometheus, I think that they really would have helped the story exposition if, if some of those had been left in because there were there were some deleted scenes for Predators that really kind of gave you a little more backstory with the characters. And so I, I was kind of sad once I saw those. Like, why why did they cut those? Because they, they worked really well for the story, and they weren't even that long. So I, I can't remember them. Do you want to, you know, fill us in? Uh, Stan's just had a little rant where he was bragging about his, his killings, and there was an additional scene where uh, Royce threatened Edwin, you know, like, why are you here? You're not a killer. And Edwin kind of went into his past and, and said, 
one of the terrible things he had done, but not not really giving away his um, his true character. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I can't. It's been a while since I've watched them all. I just remember really thinking that they should have left them in. Edwin was the guy played by Topher Grace, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was another problem I had with the film. I mean, here you've got all these big, burly, you've got Adrian Brody, the guy who played Nikolai, Danny Trail, and Topher Grace. I mean, wait, what? You really expect me to believe that the guy who barely pulled off Venom is a serial rapist? Really? I mean, it wasn't supposed to really? be a rapist in the end. It was, uh, it was just supposed to have killed people. No, it was um, it was Stans who was the the rapist. The, um, the well, in any event, I mean, the point is, I didn't. Buy- I didn't buy him as a serial killer. I just I look at him and think, no, this he doesn't he doesn't I don't find him intimidating. So. That that's the thing about his character. He wasn't he wasn't supposed to be intimidating. He was supposed to be unassuming and you know do better to do that than Topher Grace. But I think the the reveal was spoiled for us pretty much all. Um, I, I wonder how much better that would have worked if we hadn't have known it was coming. But it seemed to take a weird U-turn when when he comes out as um, you know when he comes out as a murder, um, you know a, a murderer like that. I, I didn't have any particular problem with Topher Grace being a murderer, but when he spends the whole film being normal and then flips out and talks about staying with the monsters and being a monster and stuff, it, <laughs> it, it felt a bit left field for me. Especially right after he was begging for them to to take him with him off the planet. So yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like it was just a twist for the sake of having a twist. That really, really should have gone. I mean, in in general, we didn't really learn terribly much about the characters. Um, you know, uh, Nikolai comes across as a a bit of a teddy bear, a big teddy bear. I quite liked him, to be honest. He, you know, he, he wasn't when, massive. When he was killed, yeah. I'm just wondering when, when he was killed. Did he, did he say in Russian, "You're one ugly motherfucker"? I, I heard, I read that somewhere. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Yeah. Oh God, that line has been running to the ground, man. Ugh. Was in Russian? You didn't know. Yeah, but uh, I guess that. Uh, whatever. Just one other problem I have with the film. I'm sorry. I know it's silly, but. It's like, I mean, they threw it, it was in Predator 2, and they threw it in AVP, I mean, I mean, if there's one reference that was not included in AVP Requiem, that was it, to the best of my knowledge, anyway, from what I remember. Yeah, there were, there were a couple light references to the other movies in Predators, like when she was saying, like, if it comes to that, I'll do us both, which is kind of from Aliens, and the, I don't think they took this from AVP, but the enemy of my enemy thing was kind of interesting. That's a cliche, though, that is, that's... You, you can't attribute that yeah. to AVP. But, but also the whole Predators hunting in threes thing, just in general, it felt like they had, maybe that had been inspired from AVP a little bit. That was a nice, nice little nod if it was intentional. I mean, um, that, that's, that's something else that um, might be worth talking about. Um, you know, tributes, connections, references. I remember there being quite a lot of whinging that there was too much in, in Predators. Um, it wasn't the impression I ever got, you know, it wasn't EVPR, which was essentially the best of. Um, but like, like Doomwell said, there, there was, there were in there, I mean, it was in Russian, it's not like 
it was in your face about it. Um, I thought the the most obvious ones were um, Nolan's oh, yeah. bit and um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Royce being all like, "What the hell are you?" kind of thing. I didn't think it was particularly in your face about it. it. Was did you ever get the impression that it was too bogged down in in references and tributes? Yeah, yeah. That uh, Flux Cap and I actually commented on that when we walked out of the theater. We said, "Okay, honestly, one of the worst things about the film was it felt like the writer couldn't go more than five minutes without referencing a previous film." And it, you know, I don't mind the odd reference drops here and there. If you spread them throughout the film, that's cool. But when you're blatantly using them to just because you've got nothing else to go on, I mean, come on. Now you're just you're you're looking for a reason to keep the people talking, and it was very irritating. What What do you mean? Not to mention at the like, 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 well, like lines like that when I over here, you know, it, it just but that that was ah, oh, come on, man, this one bit. Like, it wasn't. Well, that's the one that I remember currently, but that combined with you're on one ugly motherfucker, and then there was the mud scene at the end when you know uh, Hanzo covers himself, and I thought, ah, come on, man. there's two, there's two. I feel like I'm watching a retread of Predator, honestly. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but in a film that's supposed to be trying to do something different and is presenting itself as such, I'm sorry, I, you've, you've just lost all credibility in my eyes. But that's the thing. He, he didn't rely on, on the mud. That wasn't his gimmick at the end. I mean, yes, he, he used it because um, Isabel told him about it, but his thing was, was the fire. Overloading the infrared with the fire. He just went with the mud for, you know, for a little bit of extra goodness. Also, at the end, he was saying that I'm here, kill me. Yeah, I'm here. So that <laughs> in your face, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Uh, I mean, I, there were some references for sure. Even the music was very reminiscent of I think it was Goldsmith's um, score for the the first Predator. I think. Oh, Sylvester, right? My bad. Um, but I thought that was really well done. Uh, it took some of the best elements of that score. So yeah, there were there were a lot of nods and homages to the original Predator. But I thought they were handled well, and even though some of them were very, you know, obviously derived from Predator, it didn't take it to an obnoxious point that maybe AVPR kind of did. I will say this. One thing I did like about Predators was at the very end, when it looks like Hanzo's about to team up with the classic Predator, when he tells him, you're going to help me do this, 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 that was when I, my heart really sank, but then the alliance was broken, I think, like three seconds later, and I thought, oh! Thank you, thank you for not pulling an ADP on us. <laughs> I think you mean Royce. Royce, Royce, yeah. shit. Sorry. I, yeah, this is how this is how meaningless the characters work for me. I can't even get their names right. <laughs> but uh, but that's just one. That was one thing that I I did like was how you know he only needed the predator for about half a second. Okay, you've accomplished what you needed to do. Now you can die for all I care. So as long as I can survive. So that was kind of neat. Well, that's that's a, that's another thing. Should we have a chat about the predator? Versus the Predator. Uh, I'm going to let you have a rant, I'm assuming, first, Sammy. The fight. Um, well, given that the Super Predator is supposed to be, you know, big and strong, bigger and stronger, and and as we, you know, this, as I, if, if memory serves, this is the way the Bad Blood was represented in the comic, I thought it actually made sense the way he manhandled the classic. He just, you know... It's like, listen, you are beneath me, and there's a reason why the script has written me the way I am. I'm going to take, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rip you to pieces, and there's not much you can do to stop me. So, in that sense, it worked for me. I thought Classic put up a pretty good fight. I mean, he had been strung up for who knows how long, and um, 
he got a few good hits in the Berserker, and, and I thought it was a well-done fight. If anything, I thought it could have gone on a little bit, bit longer. But uh, it was cool because we that was something we had never seen before in the series. We had never seen a Predator fighting a Predator. So in that sense, I found it to be pretty well done. I, I quite liked that it was a very brutal fight. I mean, they were charging each other and you could feel the weight behind... Um you know, behind behind the Predators, they didn't seem too much like two guys in a suit. It, it felt like massive creatures n- knocking into each other. And it, it did look at times like um, Classic was going to have a bit of a, a bit of an upper hand. Um, so I didn't think they, um, they demeaned the originals at all in uh, any sort of way like that. I mean, especially considering, like you said, he'd been strung up for God knows how long. Um, you know, it it did end up killing it, um, but it wasn't Classic's movie. It, it was these new guys' movies. So I I thought that was handled particularly particularly well. Um, is, is I'm glad Classic was in the movie though, because I think without him, it, it, the movie would have felt too disconnected from the Predator universe for me without him. Um, I didn't like, I don't know why they did it, but his mouth did not move at all. His mandibles moved, but it it becomes really apparent in the scene with Royce that his mouth is just there, not moving. <laughs> so it was kind of, I was like, why? I mean, the original Predator, his mouth moved. It, it just looks weird. It makes it look more like just a mask, so. He didn't try to speak all, though, did he, in, uh, in Predators, I didn't think? No, no. But I mean, maybe if they had his mouth closed, that would be fine but even when he puts on his his helmet it's just kind of hanging open i don't know maybe that's a little nitpicky but it was something that i noticed so what about <clears throat> the suits in general um was anybody a fan or anybody dislike i i liked them i actually i actually quite liked what they did the the hell that the the helmet designs for the uh the berserker like there was what falconer tracker and the bsp obviously i liked them I actually thought they looked quite good. I, I like the new designs, and I like that it made them stand out because, it, for me, it really gave us gave these predators a sense of identity in the sense that okay, no, these three are they're just they're different. They're they're dangerous, and they are not they're not your your dad your papa's predator. Let, let's put it that way. Um, and I even like classics design as well. I wasn't a fan of. I think he still had the oversized mandibles from AVP, but it didn't bother me as much just because he wasn't he didn't look overweight like those guys did. Well, they weren't bulked up in armor, were they? Which I think was the problem yeah. with the AVP predators. And you know, I think in the context of the film, it made sense. You know, they were supposed to be armored up against these acid-blooded creatures. I think the latex suits uh, on their own in AVP were pretty bulky as well, just the characters themselves. Um, which, yeah, not to throw this to AVP, but I'm glad they kind of fixed that after that. Kind of brought them back down to the more leaner look i uh, i did like the masks like uh, like uh, doom rules was saying particularly the berserkers mask i quite i really like that jaw um the jawbone under it it gave him a sense of um badassery is that a word i don't think that's a word but you know it works and i actually really really liked the berserkers facial design the, under the mask I don't know if that's a bit of a me on my own kind of thing. Um, 
you know, I, I, I just would have preferred to have he not looked so much like a zombie or I don't know. I mean, he just hold on, I'm going to pull up a picture of the uh, the, 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 the that predator right now. See black super predator. Yeah, it just looks too alien to me. Not alien as in like as in Geiger alien. Just I don't. There's something about it that just looks too off. I like the sinister look in his eyes, but the head itself looks looks chewed up or something. Just it doesn't do anything for me. I prefer the way it looked in the comic book under Bad Blood. That's all I have to say for what if that means anything. I did like the way they had the um, dreadlocks swooped back though, rather than to the side of the head with the original Predators. I thought that made for an interesting change. I suppose they are. You know, I, I, I just enjoyed how different it was. I mean, all the others were somewhat subtle differences. Um, you know, they, I don't think any particular predators ever looked alike. They've all looked different races, different creeds, whatever. Um, yeah, this is the first time we've ever seen a repeat of a design in the classic. Um, but I, I thought they made it look menacing and different which is what they was going for you know these are supposed to be two different types of predators two different races you know it worked for me it doesn't seem to work for many people but you know it's one of these things where you can't please everybody unfortunately and i always felt very much on my on my own in my opinion of this film um I don't for what it's just to set the for the record. I don't think the film is absolute garbage. I just think it could it, it could have and should have been better. But it's not. I mean, this film is no AVP Requiem, and it's definitely no Alien Resurrection. I, I will take this film over either of those two any day of the week. <laughs> you mentioned Nolan earlier, didn't you? Um, which sort of just skipped over. Um, I was very disappointed with um, how he was handled in the end. I like the idea that he was. Um, you know, he was going crazy. You know, he's been on this planet for several years, all on his own, and I could, I could dig the idea of him, him going a bit loopy, a bit schizophrenic. Um, but I really disliked how they actually offed him off in the end. I mean, this guy's supposed to have been avoiding them all for so long. He nabbed a load of technology, got a predator mask, and boom, that's it. That's him dealt with. Yeah, that. That definitely caught me by surprise. I thought he was going to have a bigger fight or something. Mm. Um, it was like very shortly after his character was introduced, he was he was gone. I, I definitely think they could have done more with that. Like uh, Again, like I had said before, the movie was, I thought it was well done, and it had a lot of really interesting ideas and concepts, but it just didn't go into almost any of them nearly as much as it should have. And maybe part of that was due to the budget, but... Um, yeah, it just didn't didn't feel like it it lived up to its potential. Even though I really enjoyed it and I was really entertained by it, it, it was a fun movie. Um, it kind of it just didn't go far enough in what it was trying to do. It's so much worse though. I mean, Rodriguez, oh yeah, Rodriguez's original script for Predators was awful. So many, so many levels of awful. Where Arnold? What was wrong with it? it <laughs> what wasn't wrong with it? I can't even. I don't know where to to begin with it. It it felt like a thirteen year old boy's predator fanboys fan fiction. Um, it it had it had predators pissing on people. Um, okay. <laughs> I think there was a scene where Arnold showed up in the end with a tribe of predators, and he was like rolling with them or something. 
which would have been kind of lame, I think. Yeah, for for I forget who wrote the the the, the version they ended up filming. I think at the end of the script there was a like a footnote, you know, if Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger is available or something like that, where um, after they've finished fighting, this predator ship comes landing down and. Arnie sticks his head out and probably says something like, come with me if you want to live. I know that's not Predators, but... <laughs> oh, God, was that actually supposed to happen? I thought that was just a joke. No, that was, that was some cheesy um, cheesy bit added on one of the end of the scripts if, if Arnie was available. Uh, oh, no! Oh, thank God that never happens. That, that would have been just diabolical. I think as as it ended, it was it was fine. Yeah, I think Nimrod on Tall definitely uh, um, probably took the movie in a little more realistic direction than Rodriguez would have taken it if he had directed. Um, so I'm definitely glad that Rodriguez was on board for producer. And uh, don't get me wrong, I do like Rodriguez's style in his movies, but. I don't know how well of a fit they would have been for Predator if he was directing, and so I'm, I'm glad that they got the director that they did, because I think he did a good job with it. Did anybody ever read the, um, the comics that came out for... I did. Which no, I can't say I did, but by then I was... Um, I stopped reading comics years before that, so I just never got around to it. Yeah, they had the... Um, the prequel comics that went into some of the characters' backstories, and then they had an adaptation, and then they had a sequel t- to the movie. Did you uh, did you like any of them? I liked the the, the adaptation, and I liked the prequels. Uh, the sequel was interesting, but the uh, uh, I guess I'll just spoil it. The four armed predator was really weird yeah, in the sequel cool. comic. But overall, I th- thought they were they were fine. Uh, the artwork was pretty good in all of them, and um, they were a good read. I I did. Um, I did really enjoy the prequels. Um, oh, well, it wasn't fantastic, but it was still pretty. Uh, still looked pretty nice. Um, the thing that got me was uh, how radically different Nolan was in the um, in the prequels. He was very sane. Um, I kind of would have liked to have seen them explore his um, his insanity a bit in it. Um, so that didn't quite seem so true when uh, true to the film when we actually watched it the the adaption was uh, was interesting it had some subtle differences didn't it and it was um seemed to focus a bit more on isabel and a bit more yeah. into her past and um, i think she was supposed to have been presented as actually trying to hunt down the predators track them down um which might explain a little bit more about how she um how she knew about them in the film because yeah She's she's supposed to be IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, um, who somehow knows secret CIA intelligence, you know, American, American intel. So um, having this idea of her actually actively going out and hunting for them and finding stuff about them makes it seem a little less plot friendly, you know, um, just plot convenience, which was nice. Um, but like you said, the sequel sucked balls. Everything about that one was awful. The artwork was awful. The um, the notion of the four armed predator was just rubbish. It was very, very poor. <laughs> four armed predator. Wow. It, it looked like a, it was a goro predator. <laughs> it looked like one of those neck, uh, not necker figures. Um, 
Kenner figures that they did. I'm pretty sure they did a four-armed figure for them. I'll tell you what, let, let's uh, let's answer some questions. Well, talk about some uh, stuff that's been posted up on the Facebook page. Um, this one's sure going to be an interesting topic for folk. Um, Richard asks, why do we never see female predators? And that's they did concept art. Yes, yes, they did. Um, four, four predators as well. Um, but how is there you... a? It, oh. Well, I have, I have to ask: Is there really a? I mean, what's? Is there a point? Well, it's just seeing more of the race. It's it's interesting. I think I, I I'd be for it. Um, I mean, they've made an appearance in the comics and in the novels. So yeah. yeah, it's about time we see them on screen. My biggest problem with them is me personally boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. with boobs, and you know these are supposed to be reptilian type um, type creatures, and I'm pre- I'm pretty sure reptiles don't have uh, mammary glands. I'm sure you can tell me this, Ridgetop, because you and Sizzy are into <laughs> reptiles. Well, reptiles you? don't live on an alien planet, and they don't have green blood either. So who knows? I mean, but uh, uh, yeah, the the boobs thing would be an interesting question on, on whether or not they would do that in the movie. I think they would just because that's kind of what's expected with a a comic book type female character. But um, yeah, I I don't know if they'll ever go that route with the movies. But I was glad that they at least did some concept art for it in Predators, and I thought the concept art was really well done. So I, I would hope to see them. And yeah, I, I say give them boobs. I mean, they're female. This this isn't this doesn't have to be a hundred percent scientifically accurate. Just just give female predators boobs. I'd rather see them being bigger, stronger um, predators rather than sticking some tits in my face. I mean, <laughs> it, it don't sit right with me. It just seems too too um, I can't even think of the word too stupid. I suppose. To, to assume that you know the audience wouldn't be able to tell they were females unless they had knockers. Well, how would you differentiate between them? Well, like I said, make make them make them bigger, make them subtle skin differences or something like that. Yeah. The dreadlocks different, something less. Something I'm not different. against the idea of female predators. I'm just wondering, like how? It... I'm just trying to think: is there a practical purpose? That's all. I'm just looking at it from, from, from a writer's perspective. You want to include female predators? Okay, that's cool. Just just make sure they, they don't look totally goofy. And B, um, is there a point to having them in the story? That's that that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know, if maybe they tried to delve a bit more into um, the culture, the you know the society of it, it might be. Maybe they're a matriarchal um, kind of people. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you on that point. It's much better to have them in rather than, you know, have them have a point rather than just do it for the hell of it. Yeah. Now that's another thing, Aaron. You were mentioning, uh, you, sorry, sorry, you mentioned just now, unless they want to show more of the culture, I would actually prefer if they didn't do that because if there's one thing we've learned about from the Alien franchise, it's the more you reveal, the less interesting the creature becomes. And that was one thing I was very, very glad they didn't do in Predators, which was the idea of a predator homeworld. When it turned out to be a game reserve, I thought, okay, good. Thank you for not making it. The homeworld, because I do not want to see how the predators, you know, handle their politics or their whatever. I just no, like that. That's too much. I don't know. I think it's good to show a little bit more, but you have to pace yourself in in revealing things. I mean, Aliens kind of did that from the first Alien. It, 
you saw the queen and you saw more than one. So I, I think if you reveal a little bit at a time, I actually really enjoyed the homeworld scene on AVPR because it was quick and it showed a lot of really interesting um, architecture and the landscape of the planet. But it didn't really get, like you said, it didn't really go into their culture too much. So if they did do that in the future, I would I would say keep it minimal. But it's always good to, in my opinion, show a little bit more. But as far as the the predator females go, I mean, gender hasn't really been established at all in the movies. And even in the books, they, they went into the hish concept of the predators a little bit, where they would change genders based on a, a season or whatever. Or uh, I think Greg Strauss even said that the Predalien's reproductive method could have been derived from the Predators, as weird as that would be, would have been, but then Colin said, no, it's a baby queen trait, so they really haven't gone and... Seriously, though. Right. They really haven't gone into it at all, so I'd say I, I think female Predators, it's about time that we see them on screen, but, I mean, if they left it out, too, then, then sure. Um, here's another one from uh, Jimmy who um, talks a little bit about the, I think what he's asking is, um, you know, about a Nolan-Arnie-Danny character kind of connection, because wasn't another idea that Nolan be Arnie at some point, or am I pulling that out of my arse? I think I remember hearing that somewhere. I mean, that was kind of the the story with the comics, was uh, Dutch's brother, because his brother had kind of disappeared, and he was trying to find... Um, Dutch. Would it have been better if they'd have had Arnie in there instead of Nolan? Then, do you think? Or that's a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, I'm gonna say no, just because honestly, seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Expendables was pain was, was was painful enough. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know, in a Predator movie, eh, I can't see I can't see his fat ass running away from a Predator and building traps and doing what he did the first time. <laughs> oh come on, let's not bash Arnold too much. Well, no, well, I'm just the guy is the guy is so old and he knows it. I mean, could you really buy him going toe to toe with a predator again? Think about that for a second. Well, they can always digitally de-age him and stuff, like they did with Terminator Salvation or something. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, but what was he doing in Terminator Salvation? He was just walking around from point A to point B. He didn't really do much of anything, and that's, technically, it wasn't even him. <laughs> that, that's true, but I don't know. I have to agree and say it wouldn't have been terribly believable. We all love the notion of. Of Dutch coming, but Arnie, yeah, Arnie's not really in a in a state to to come back as a believable kind of um, kind of Dutch. I mean, it's it's the same as Sigourney Weaver, the notion of her fighting aliens as a granny, um, and I don't think we'd we'd want to see them be recast, you know. So leave him leave him out. I think's really uh, really the way to go with with that. Um, and, you know, they did sort of set up kind of for a sequel. Uh, it's very disappointing we haven't got one yet. Kurt Bishop's said on Facebook as well, you know, why is um, why is Robert Rodriguez stalling on it? We haven't really heard anything um, too much about a sequel. Well, maybe there's no market for it at this point. I mean, the film came... I mean, I, I hate to be the naysayer, but the film came out four years ago. If they're not going to release it now, uh, you know, I wouldn't hold my breath. They had hinted about it for a while. I know Rodriguez talked about it shortly after the movie came out, and I believe both um, Alice Braga and Adrian Brody said they would be on board for another one. So I'm surprised, to be honest, that we haven't seen one yet, because the movie did well in theaters, especially considering its budget. 
Um, so yeah, I'm I'm surprised we never saw Predators Part Two. But at this point, I would say maybe the time for that has passed. And if they were to make another Predator movie, they should just have it be its own thing, like not not a reboot, but just uh, an original story that doesn't have anything to do with Predators. Well, the didn't last John da- didn't John Davis say a couple years back that. Uh... I can't remember if it was after AP Requiem or after Predators. He said that he feels they've realistically done all they can with the franchise. I can't recall hearing it, but, you know, it wouldn't... Sure. See if I can dig it up here. I remember reading about it on Galaxy, uh, but I'll, I'll see if I can dig it up quickly. But I seem to remember him saying something along those lines. I completely disagree with that. I've, I've always thought that out of, out of the franchises, the Predator one was the more versatile with its stories. Um, you know, because... They can go back in time and have a World War II um, Predator uh, film. They could have a Ninja Predator film, go into the future and have a... I suppose that might be a bit too Jason X, but, you know, they're not rooted, um, they're not rooted in, in oh, okay. time frame. I mean, there's loads of interesting period pieces they could do with it. I mean, some of the best comics were the ones where they did stuff like that. Um, there's one where... Um, they go back to Victorian England and it's something to do with Jack the Ripper. I I would love to see something like that. I would love to see uh, maybe a Predator in Iraq film. You know, the Iraq War, a Predator in World War Two film. I found the quote, by the way. It's actually, he, what he said is, I, I think we've logically done what we could have done with the two AVP movies, but I think there's something to go back to with Predator, so, okay, I'll, I'll retract my previous statement. And if they did the AVP movies right, they might actually uh, get somewhere with it. Um, I'm all for the idea of a Predator in Iraq. To me, that seems like the next logical step in the franchise. We've already seen the Predator in the jungle. We've seen the Predator in the city. Let's put the Predator in the desert. I don't understand why this is such a complicated concept. They did a uh, a comic book on that. Well, it was an AVP comic, but it was called Sand Trap, and it was set in Iraq. And and I thought it was it was short, but it was interesting. So. So that's an interesting setting. Um, another one that I think might be interesting is in the future because I, I don't know. Did you play uh, Predator: Concrete Jungle, Aaron? Yes, I did. I eventually. It did. kind of it jumped between two um, timelines. It was like kind of the gangster era of the '50s or the '40s or whatever, and um, maybe even earlier than that. I don't know, but and then it jumped into the the future, like the mid 21st. Um, well, not quite that far. I don't know, but like 2000. 80-something, and um, it it had a really cool setting. So, yeah, I mean, one of the things, though, that, I mean, maybe this is kind of silly suggesting this, but every single Predator story is just, oh, the Predators are hunting some guy, and I know that's their staple, but I think it would be interesting to see a different kind of story where maybe they weren't hunting, maybe there was, I don't know, they're surviving or trying to escape some sort of outbreak or, like, a new alien species or something, like... Maybe do a new story that doesn't just revolve around a predator hunting some dude. But I don't know. I mean, in, in the very original script, they were supposed to be portrayed as um, scientists as well, from what I remember. Really, yeah. predator scientists? Wow. It was it was it was hunting, but he was also sort of studying um, studying his prey. But I think this was back in the time when um, Billy was supposed to be psychic, and, or I might be getting bits of the novelization mixed in here. But I'm pretty sure that was uh, that was some of the original intention. I mean, it's it's not far to imagine that there are other 
other predators doing other things. I mean, it's not like we just have scientists, uh, we just have soldiers and stuff like that. The civilization obviously wouldn't get far if they didn't have people thinking about things and progressing technology and stuff like that. Could you could you imagine a species devoted entirely to hunting that you know ended up with you know space travel and spacefaring? And it wouldn't work. There's there's more to them. So there's there's plenty of stuff they could do with it. I I honestly think it is far more options for them with these films than there is for Alien. My concern is just with my my only concern would be with the writing. If they ever go down that route, they have to ensure that these films are well written and they're well thought out because this is there's so many different ways to fuck it up that you would have people screaming bloody murder. And I'm not talking about just the hardcore fanboys, but I mean in general, the film overall would seem very very sloppy. And I I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I'll 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 just leave my leave my thoughts there. It would they would have to ensure it's well written and who's gonna you know. Who do you think could write a movie like that? In your opinion, both of you. Uh, well, who knows? <laughs> Honestly, nobody jumps out to me. I mean, all the, all the big names at the minute, the ones doing the sci-fi films, are people I don't particularly think deserve to be doing them. And that's a whole rant <laughs> for a whole other day. Fucking Damon Lindelof and Robert, uh, however you pronounce his name, Robert or Orsi or something. Yeah, him. Alex Kurtzman and all those mainstream hacks right now. Yeah, pretty much. Which is yeah, keep them away from it, please. What about John Spaeth? Apparently, he—I mean, I I actually liked his uh, uh, pre—the script that he wrote for Prometheus before it was changed around to something less alienish. Yeah, he'd be a good pick. Him or um, I don't know, David Tui. I think he does pretty good with sci-fi. Yeah, I I really like him actually. His his Alien Three script was one of the was one of the better ones. I just don't. There's nobody particularly that seems to be doing actually really good sci-fi at the minute. I mean, even um, what's his face? He was apparently doing Prometheus too. Um, I can't remember his name. Michael Green, something like that. Um, who did Transcendence? I thought that was a complete wash of a film. Um, I'll look up his name now. Actually, Transcendence. Has anybody else seen that? I have. Yeah, it was. I I thought the concepts were really interesting, and and the, some of the characters were good. But yeah, the the story and the script had major issues for me. So, Jack, no, Jack Paglin. I was completely off there. I don't know where I got that from. Yeah. So, you know, nobody's doing good sci-fi at the minute, and I quite happily let them leave it alone until actual talent emerges. But Ronald Shusset, he gets my vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I. I think we're about good there, aren't we? Oh wait, guys, guys, guys! Wait a second. We've we've totally forgotten the uh, the the genius behind uh, AVP. He could write it. Uh, what was it? What, what, what was this? Uh, help me out here. I just forgot. Oh, I know who you're talking about. What what was his name? Let's see. Redemption. Uh, oh. Aliens vs Predator. Wackwheel. There it is. Let's see. Full casting crew. Shane Salerno. No, no, thank you. <laughs> Come on, you know he would write the most epic Predator homeworld movie ever. This would be like Oscar material, guys. Speaking about original scripts, that that would have turned out a lot worse. You should look into some of his ideas, original ideas for AVPR. They were pretty, pretty bad. Pretty alien, early. Hey, the Pred Alien was cool. 
I love the concept of the Predator. His design was shit, but I like yeah. the creature. I've never... The only creature design I've ever liked for that was uh, Dave Dorman stuff. Everything mm. else was pretty much sucked in my opinion. You know, we should have, right, the new one, Peter Briggs. I loved his um, original EVP script. His was good, but I felt the pacing was just a bit off, only because I didn't like the... Um, I didn't like Bro- Broken Tusk. Was that, his, was that the Predator's name? Yeah, one of the names. Yeah, I didn't like how he took his mask off that early on in the filming. What was it? I think five minutes into reading the script and already he takes his helm off. I thought that was kind of cool because, I mean, we all know what a Predator looks like and it was the first time they had just done it. Like, nice. He had, he had um, an idea in one of his second scripts. was was um, zero-G combat between the aliens and the Predators. I would have loved to have seen that. See how they handle fighting in no gravity. All I know is a third AVP movie needs to happen. I don't know if it's five years or ten years, but it'll happen. Rebellion will probably do another game, and it'll sell well, and that'll spur Fox into moving forward with it. Just set it in the future. In the future right. with Marines. In the future. Well, not even necessarily Marines. Just give me fucking spaceships. That's all I want. They should be or a space station. They can fight in a space station. They should never have took the aliens to contemporary Earth. But that's another rant, and we'll do we'll do an AVP podcast someday. Real quick, before we finish up, though, I kind of want to give a shout out to um, the Predator 3D Blu-ray Blu-ray release. Um, I watched that recently, and the 3D transfer was actually really good. Um, it's rare, I think, that that movies that do a 3D conversion can pull it off, but but Jurassic Park did it with that, and that was the first one that really like surprised me how well they did it after the fact. And then I watched Predator, uh, the 3D version on Blu-ray, and and that was really immersive too. So if any if anybody out there has a 3D TV, definitely pick that one up because I think it it makes the viewing of the movie it gives it a whole new kind of I guess way to experience it. But so. I, I thought they did a good job on that. You know what else might be, uh, might be fun to mention? Um, there's a couple of Predator fan films that seem to be showing up lately. And one in particular I've got my eyes on is um, one called Dark Ages, um, which seems to be set in the Crusades. Um, I've just pulled up the, the Facebook page at the minute. Um, set during the Dark Ages, the faith and fighting skills of a group of Templar knights is put to the test when they encounter the Predator. Um, they, they haven't got terribly much shown on at the minute but I think it's a really interesting concept again um, going back to the point that it's a very versatile franchise and that should be uh, a one that I think might be uh, might be one to look, look out for um, you'll see some stuff in our fan board for that um, fan, fake, uh, fan films board and I've been sharing some of their stuff on the AVP Galaxy Facebook page um, there's another one, same sort of um, same sort of notion. Um, this one's called um, Valhalla, and um, this one seems to be about vi- um, Vikings. Um, you know, again, sort of medievally, with um, swords and armor and stuff like that. Um, but that'll be one I'll I'll be sharing stuff about as well. So yeah. Well, that was fun. <laughs> well, I got some old uh, grief about the film out of the way. Was a fun thing. Uh oh, I think Aaron's cut out on us here. Oh jeez, again. Did your laptop freeze again, Aaron? Oh dear. 
Oh, no, he's right here, he says. 